Oh, I'm sorry. No, God. So hello, dear friends. Um, thanks for being here and for allowing us the opportunity to share a little bit. Um, <clears throat> as Suzanne mentioned, we're gonna Mike and I are gonna share a little bit about our uh, our time at Deer Park Monastery this past winter. Um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna share a little bit of background before I share, and then uh, I'll turn it over to Mike, and then we'll um, open up for. Uh, questions, if there are any, and we may have some answers, uh, depending, <laughs> uh, to those questions. Uh, <laughs> so I'm Nicole, and um, here um, at the center are two sanghas that meet here, Be Here Now, that's meeting right now, and our sister group, uh, Open Way, that meets here on Tuesdays. Uh, we're both rooted in the mindfulness tradition of Thich Nhat Hanh, um, called the Plum Village tradition. And uh, our beloved teacher, uh, who we often refer to as Thai, T-H-A-Y, which means uh, teacher in Vietnamese. So if we use that word, you'll know who we're talking about. Uh, Thai recently passed away in January at the age of 95. And in our Plum Village tradition, there are, I think, 10 practice centers uh, located around the world. Um, and by practice centers, I mean um, monasteries that house um, monks and nuns in our tradition. And um, there are also centers that are open for folks like you and I to go there uh, for retreat stays and visits. And uh, three of those practice centers um, are located here in the United States. Um, there's Deer Park Monastery in Southern California, um, Magnolia Grove in Mississippi, and uh, Blue Cliff in New York State. And so um, the last few years since uh, 2014, so the last eight years, Mike and I have been venturing to Deer Park Monastery in Southern California, um, which is an Escondido between uh, San Diego and LA. Uh, we've been venturing there every year uh, for varying amounts of time. And this last winter was our longest uh, stint there um, at a little over five months. So we... Um, Went there in October and just got back at the beginning of this month. Um, <clears throat> so just a little bit of background um, about all of that. <clears throat> and um, over the years, um, Mike and I have spent between uh, three weeks to a month to Mike's been there for two or three months on his own before. And so we've really kind of volleyed around with different lengths of time and um, this past winter, like I said, we were there for five months, and the winter before, we were there for, for three months. Um, and um, we plan on continuing to, to go there uh, probably in the winter months. So for me, what's alive to share right now is that one of the biggest priorities for me in my life is to nourish foster and keep 
very strong and active the spiritual dimension of my life. Like for me, that's a really high priority. And so one of the best ways I've found uh, to uh, foster that uh, priority is to go to Deer Park. Um, I consider myself to be a full-time practitioner in my daily life. Um, and um, really utilizing sitting meditation every day and uh, gratitude practices and other mindfulness practices throughout the day, coming to Sangha every week, um, prioritizing staying close in touch with the Dharma teachings from, from teachers. Um, but when I go to Deer Park, I have the wonderful opportunity for the practice to be my full-time occupation. And so it's a little different. And so for me, um, what I mean by that is like when I'm on retreat at uh, Deer Park, um, when I'm eating, I'm just eating. Um, like monotasking, uh, doing different things, and really uh, developing my concentration and to really be fully present with what I'm doing. I really appreciate that opportunity at Deer Park. Uh, when I'm walking somewhere, to really get in touch with my, with my footsteps, to slow down a little bit, to really try to practice um, slowing down my thinking mind and planning mind, and to really be present with what I'm doing. And at Deer Park, the container is such, and the community is such, and the environment is such, where that is really nourished and possible there. And um, so I keep going back to have uh, my my seeds of concentration and uh, slowing down and spaciousness all, all, all get very deeply watered there at Deer Park. And um, like I said, our, the practice centers in our tradition are, are very open to folks like you and I to go there. So there's a lot of coming and going of people, um, especially when we're there for a longer time. We see a lot of people coming in and out. Um, and people can come for a weekend, or they can come for a week, or a two-week stay, or um, all of our practice centers in our tradition also have a three-month rains retreat um, that, that si are situated at different times depending on the practice center you go to. Um, but so we, um, when we went in October, we were going for the start of the 90-day rains retreat, and then we stayed on a little longer. And so this last winter, there was a very large contingency of lay people like you and I um, that were there for the full duration of the 90-day retreat. And the, the largest group Deer Park has ever had. Um, Deer Park has been around for a little over 20 years. Um, and there were uh, 40 or 50 of us, um, I think. Is that right? All together? 30, 30 lay practitioners? Up in solidity. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Deer Park Monastery is divided, sort of divided into two different hamlets, they call them, uh, Solidity Hamlet and Clarity Hamlet. And Clarity Hamlet is where the sisters or the nuns reside, along with lay women when they come. And then Solidity Hamlet is where the brothers or the monks, uh, synonymous brothers, monks are synonymous, and sisters and nuns. Um, Solidity Hamlet are where the brothers stay and laymen and couples, so we can stay together in Solidity Hamlet. And so... Um, yeah, between the two hamlets, there, there was probably about 50 um, lay people through the 90-day through the retreat this year. Um, and then an additional um, 40 to 50 monastics, so monks and nuns, 
Um, so there's a pretty large community and then people also coming um, for other amounts of time throughout that for a weekend or week long or two weeks. Um, and something that um, is interesting uh, to me every time when new people would, would come, it was very clear who the new people were um, based on how they moved. <laughs> so like, it's really clear to me just like that the monastery operates on such a different sort of pace. Um, and and I, 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 I would be the same way when I get there too. Like um, my movements were just so much quicker. And um, anytime I would do something, or you can see that when the new people come in, like their movements are just so much more um, quick and erratic. And then, it, so it takes some time to adjust to the um, sort of uh, energy of the monastery. And that's something I really appreciate too about like being there for a longer stint of time is that, because um, that, takes, that takes some time to like wind down the energy of like doing all the time and like the go, go, going and um, quicker pace of life. Um, so the adjustment going into the monastery and also the adjustment coming out of the monastery, both of those things are real. Um, and it would take a little time um, for me to, to get adjusted. Um, and it's also still taking time to adjust back home. We've been um, maybe back home for three weeks and um, you know, just adjusting to stimulus and uh, uh, different environmental factors um, is definitely an aspect of, of things. Mm. Um, one thing, um, one additional thing that's really nourishing for me to continue to prioritize going to Deer Park and um, um, making that a priority in our annual schedule um, is that Mike and I are really interested in living a different way of life. And when we go to, to the monastery, um, we, I think both of us, I, can, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we're, we're very inspired and nourished and encouraged that um, the different way that we want to live is possible. And um, that um, living in community is something we're both really interested in and um, are, are doing our best slowly, slowly to move in that direction. Um, Mike and I are, uh, right now, we are recently getting acquainted with living the van life. We sold our house in October, which is part of what allowed us to be at the monastery for a little longer this time. And uh, we are on the search for land uh, around Missoula in which to build, hopefully, a small rustic practice center where we can host retreats and have people come and stay with us and live on the land with us um, uh, based in the the mindfulness tradition that we're in. And um, so we're, we're living the van life and, and slowly moving in the direction that we want to be going in, um, as scary as that sometimes is. Um, we, we took the leap, and so now we're in the leap. That's what's happening. Um, but uh, going to Deer Park really helps to, um, like I said, nourish the seed that's in with, within us um, to live a slightly different way of life and to really have our practice be at the forefront and um, a foundational element of, of how we engage 
with the world. Um, and something for me personally that I really um, uh, get from going to Deer Park is um, I really utilize that time to um, invest in the relationship, the relationship that I have with myself. So I really go for um, a, a deep watering of, of my seeds of uh, self-befriending and uh, getting in touch with the internal world of Nicole, having the space and time to do that. Um, so in large part, when I'm at Deer Park, I keep very much to myself, and I really uh, enjoy quietude and uh, sharing quiet space with others, but I, I largely disengage from any social uh, talk, um, of which there is a lot at Deer Park. Some people think it's quiet. like They're like, oh, were you silent the whole time? I'm like, no. Mm -mm. Nicole would like more silence at the monastery. That's a challenge for Nicole. Um, there's a lot of talking, is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot of lay people, and you know, talking is, is totally permitted there, and, which is great. A lot of people connect that way, but um, I go to really connect more with quiet, uh, quietude, which I can find there, because the campus is kind of spread out, and that, that's possible there. Um, but that uh, investing in the relationship I have with myself and like... Um, also really utilizing the, the Sangha energy to help me do that and um, has been really important for my own self-growth and transformation work um, and, and work of healing, which I think is an ongoing journey. It's like there's no end to that. Um, so that's something else I really appreciate about going to Deer Park is to have that spaciousness to do that. Um, and the environment at Deer Park, so Deer Park is situated on 400 acres of wilderness. And uh, uh, chaparral, as it's called there. And so a lot of scrub trees and sage and just really dry country there. But there's some really hardy plants that make it out there. Um, and a lot of trail systems that, that interweave around Deer Park. And so the, the natural environment is a very big component of Deer Park. And I think it draws a lot of people into that center in particular. As far as this, our practice centers in the States, Deer Park is definitely a high activity center. Um, and so the, the nature element there, I think, for me is also really an important element of the Sangha, Sangha meaning community, um, the wildlife and the plants and the rocks and um, the ability to be outdoors there um, is pretty lovely. Um, and so for me, getting in touch with the wonders of life um, there, um, there's just so much supporting that, um, in addition to the, the people there, um, the nature environment is also part of that. Um, I've been talking for a while, so I, um, maybe I'll pause there and, um, sort of abruptly and, uh, turn it over to you. Does that sound okay? You keep going. No, I, yeah. okay. That's yeah, okay. it's Okay. <laughs>
Uh, I'm Mike. the other half Nicole's been talking about. And I guess I'll start with saying, uh, yeah, Nicole says that Deer Park lets in people like you, or like her and, and all of you, they also let me in for some reason. <laughs> so you got, you got a good chance of getting in there if you want. <laughs> and they keep letting me in. So it's, uh, the bar's not set high is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, thanks for starting us out and uh, doing the heavy lifting of uh, getting the for me that's like ooh that's nice I can just like round out my uh, thoughts first I'd, I'd like to say that uh, Deer Park is, is a home for all of us, and they want us there. They want us to come, and, and like, uh, something that, uh, like, it resonates for me is, like, there's a bathtub in the hills of Escondido, and we can enter into it, and, and we can't but help be changed by the temperature. We, there's zero effort involved. Some of us aren't ready to get in the bathtub, and that makes sense. Like maybe the water's too hot or it doesn't fit for whatever reason, but it is an, an energetic body that we can immerse ourselves into, and it, there's, it's impossible for it not to penetrate um, without any effort. Um, and, they want, and they want us there, and it takes care of them for us to show up, our, our monastic friends and, and, and Ty, our, our teacher. And this year, uh, our teacher, uh, Ty, has, has uh, passed away. And we got to be at the uh, monastery um, in this occasion. And and for the last number of years, get to connect with the, the, the Sangha, um, in the monastic community, and I just would like to, something that's interesting, that I've found really deeply healing and, and rewarding is watching how our monastic community is really still present and able to care for itself and care for all of us and care for the new uh, monastics to come up. And there are these beautiful young people that are brought into this tradition and are turning into these just really solid um, uh, vessels or continuations of our teacher. And so um, just so much gratitude to be able to watch this and, and, uh, and get loving support from the community and watch these, this young energy and, uh, and a lot of older um, um, brothers and sisters too that are holding everything down, but it's a very uh, beautiful to have uh, that continuation body of our teacher present and vibrant and alive. And and um, and right now with the range retreat, there was um, I think seven seven uh, men and three uh, women are in the aspirancy process of of uh, at, at, to become monastics. And, and uh, 
So it's really uh, lovely to see the, the vibrancy and aliveness of our teacher still, uh, continuing uh, the caring for us humans. And it's nice to be able to bring a little bit of Deer Park into this room. And, and our teacher in that way, too. Yeah. One, of, uh, one of the elder brothers, his name's uh, Fap Young, he, he likes to talk about, I forget how he words it, I'm not, and I, I don't want to uh, ruin it, but he likes to talk about how uh, the risks of going to like the deer park <laughs> or, the, or following the practice, and he says it's, it's bad for relationships if we don't want them to change, and it's bad for the economy. <laughs> and I, I think he said something about it's bad for our self-image, too, if we don't want that to change. Um, and I've found all, all three of these, these three things to be uh, certainly true. Um, so uh, for me, um, the deprogramming from my like the teachings that I've received my whole life from our community of capitalism and um, and there's no no value or moral judgments attached to it. it's just the teachings that I was given and and, and brought up upon about uh, needing to work and work and work and work and just grind my knuckles to the bone has caused me a lot of suffering and the pace of the the world has caused me a lot of suffering I had no idea the depth of it. And now when a car drives by, I know a car's driving by and my um, senses fire up. There's stimulus and, it's in, and there's something happening to me that on a very subtle level. And through spending a lot of time at the monastery, I, my body has become sensitized um, to some degree to um, what I want around me. <laughs> and uh, and so one of the things it also does is displace it somehow kind of like I'm like displaced in the middle of a city. I was like, oh, there's something there's all I mean, it's lovely and all this stuff, but there's also something else that I want. And so it's put us in a position to start exploring, exploring that. And one thing that I is very important for me, too, is that it's not easy. None of this has been easy either. Um, and there's still for me a lot of suffering that manifests at the monastery and, and away from the monastery. It doesn't just go away. I still have all my work to do and and some of that like so I suffer from depression and like I suffer from depression at the monastery. And that's an interesting place to suffer because there's there's this uh, um, this implicit um, body of we're supposed to be happy and we're supposed to be smiling. It's not, it's not the teachings, but there's this implicit agreement that happens uh, in a very subtle level. And so I can, it's, hard, it's interesting to navigate through these, um, uh, through this and learn how to suffer in an environment like that where the, um, we're learning how not to suffer. <laughs> so uh, what I'm learning and continue to learn and have to continually remind myself is to to, it's okay to it's okay to suffer. It's okay not to be fresh and vibrant and um, manifest perfectly, and um, and allow myself some vulnerability and tell my community what's going on. And then it's like, oh, 
then, um, and then there's an embrace there that I've experienced. Um, but I think that's something that's continually interesting to me and very important is um, learning how to take care of my suffering in that environment too. It's very uh, um, interesting. Yes, thankful uh, to be sitting in this circle, thankful that we're all here and, and to get a practice together and, uh, and gratitude to our teacher or my teacher anyways um, for uh, his continuation into this space and, um, and uh, grateful. Thank you. Mike and I are happy to field any questions. Do you have any questions? Um, so feel free to volley away. <laughs> Should we leave this on or turn this on? 